You're listening to Podcasting Made Simple, where we deliver weekly masterclass episodes that help podcast hosts and podcast guests elevate their podcasting game. I am your host, Alex Sanfilippo. In this short episode, I talk about the why behind the reason for podcasting, which was a presentation I shared live at the last PodPros quarterly event. For related resources, including the video version of this episode and links to attend next quarter's event, please visit podpros.com slash 185. And now please enjoy today's short episode about why we all podcast. As soon as I see people get into podcasting on either side of the mic, whether it's a podcast guest or a podcast host, I immediately find that it creates friction. So people are talking about how it's really causing them to take a break from work or from their lives. And it's just so much work, right? It's that friction, that friction, that friction that's just continuing to happen day in and day out of, oh, I've got this podcasting I've got to do. I'm not saying people don't enjoy it. It's just causing a lot of additional work and even stress or pressure in their lives. If I've not met you, my name is Alex Sanfilippo. And today I'm going to talk about how you can make podcasting a long-term part of your life and remove that friction that you're feeling from it. And so I've got five main points to share today. And I'm going to go ahead and just say this from the start. Some people I know always hear me repeat the same thing. I'm going to do that again. Step number one is to revisit your why, to revisit your why. And I know I talk about this a lot, but it's the most important that we can do in life or in business. And here's how I want you to do that. I want you to ask yourself, why do I have a podcast? What's the reason for my show or for being a guest on podcasts? Like, why am I doing this in the first place? If we don't ask ourselves this question, we may wake up one day and finally ask ourselves and say, oh, why am I doing this? I don't enjoy it. It's not really doing anything for me. There's no why behind it. And I find that if we want to make something enjoyable in our lives, we want to do it long-term, there has to be a really solid why for the reason that we're doing it in the first place. So I want to encourage everybody, go back and think about that. And here's also what I want you to do. Don't just think about your why for podcasting as a guest or a host, but also think about how that connects with you personally and professionally. So go back to your why for those things as well. Is there more connection between the three things or the two things than there currently is, right? And what I mean by that is, are you making extra friction there doesn't need to be because maybe your podcast about something that your business isn't about or that your life isn't about? And can you make those things more connected? The only way to do this is to sit down and reflect and think about why you got into this in the first place and what's going to keep you driving forward. To me, that's one of the most important things that we can do in podcasting because we're gonna add way more value that way. So I wanna encourage you, go back and think about your why. And if you're looking for more content on that, because I've done a lot of talks on this, look up anything I've done on Pod Pros, and you'll be able to find me talk about why a little bit further and how to really develop that well. Okay, I'm not gonna spend too much time on that because you all know that I'm going to talk about that every single time I'm in front of a mic. So number two, step two is to make everything you're doing in podcasting more human to human. So gain a human to human perspective in podcasting. So what does this mean? I'm gonna step back a little bit and just kind of explain where the world's at today. I grew up in the 90s, and when I was a kid, internet was dial-up, which means if mom's making a phone call, you're not on the internet anymore. And if you want to look something up on the internet, first off, there's no real search engines, but if for some reason you want to get on the internet, you've got to sit there and wait, and you got to wait again, and you got to wait a little longer. You can basically start loading up the internet and go make yourself a sandwich, come back, you're good to go, you're online, right? Like, it was really different back then, but now we are all connected all the time. And I say that because now anything online this basically this digital world, if you will, has become just as valuable to us as our physical world. Now, some of us, that sounds a little crazy, right? But think about how much time we're spending in front of a TV, in front of a computer, 
on our phones, and even talking about these things when we're in person with people, or even when we're in person with people, sitting back and starting to check our phone, right? Like it's because we have enough value in those things that we consider just as real as our physical world. And because the digital and physical world are equally as real, we have to think about that from a human to human perspective. And here's why. People are not going online to have a robotic experience. They're going online to further and enhance their human experience. However, so many of us in the content creation game have created a divide there of, well, this is, this is like supposed to be really polished and look really good, right? That's not what people are interested in anymore. Now, I will say this, just even five years ago, people were interested in that. They were looking at the internet as something they could aspire to. That is no longer the case. People are looking for themselves in this digital world. And again, we have to have that human to human connection. So here's the question I wanna ask you. Would you listen to your own content? Would you listen to it? Would you read it? Would you even care about what you're sharing? And here, here's why I'm saying that. Because again, you got to think about a specific human. And this ties all the way back to your why. Like, what are you doing? Who are you trying to impact and influence? That has to be another human. And if it's not, you're probably doing this whole thing wrong in the first place. You're going to find that it expands a lot further. Let me explain this to you real quick. I have a, a story that I recently, uh, this is something that happened to me. I was actually on Twitter. I just joined Twitter, which I know I'm like 20 years late and I made a joke that I'm also gonna get a Blockbuster membership card. So if anyone's had any experience or hookup there, please let me know. Um, but anyway, I just got on Twitter, yes. And when I was getting on there initially, I went straight to the hashtag section. Like I wanted to, to like do some searches. So I just clicked on some hashtags, right? And started like searching through them and they, they recommend all these others. So I was like deep into it. And I was something like, podcast guesting or something like the, along those lines. And I clicked on media and I just started scrolling through because I wanted to see what people were sharing. So I kept on scrolling and nothing made me want to stop until I hit a picture that was a guest and a host laughing. And they weren't in the same place. It, you could tell it was over Zoom because it was split right down the middle. And they were both laughing. And then I read the caption and just said, had a great time meeting so-and-so. And it was just a really fruitful conversation. I hope you'll check it out. It was about this. And that felt human. So I scroll past audiograms, high quality videos, images that are just feeling like really static with the title and stuff on it. I scrolled past all that. What made me stop was two people laughing and having a good time and then a very human caption to go with it. And I decided to scroll back up and down a little bit. Guess what had the most engagement? That one. And the person wasn't any more popular than anyone else. I looked, they weren't like some big influence or anything like that. And so I went on Instagram and tried the same thing and just looked around, same thing. The things that caught my eye and everything at the top of the list was the most human sharing possible. Now, again, I'm not trying to talk bad about anyone's content that they're creating or their, their strategy, but do we really need to do audiograms? It doesn't feel human. I don't want to sit there and listen to a one minute video when I'm scrolling through stuff. I don't want to look at a really high quality polished photo of like two people with a title and stuff on it. That doesn't sound interesting to me. Two people laughing, two people doing something funny, even if it's over, clearly not, they're not in the same place. So it's over some sort of video conferencing. That sounds like fun to me. I'm interested in seeing more about that. I also try this experiment for myself. So taking this a step further now, me as a podcast guest, I usually just share the assets that a podcast host gives me. And I'll say this, I can tell I don't get very much traction on it. So I'm not really helping the host by sharing it anyway. I know hosts think that it helps a lot, but it, it really doesn't because the assets, again, too polished. Someone knows it's just me basically sharing an advertisement more or less, right? And what I decided to do is I, I took a picture. I had my wife's phone to take a selfie. I was holding my phone close to my face. It was me on the cover art of somebody's podcast and I was clearly listening to it. I took a picture of that. So I had my face in it, me listening to the podcast. And then I just wrote a caption, like it was such an honor getting to be on this show. I had so much fun talking. It was a really insightful conversation. 
really human, really chill. Like I didn't say, make sure you listen to the full episode here or go there to do that, right? People are smart. People can look it up themselves. And I did that. I'll tell you what, the engagement I got on that versus any other podcast I've ever been a guest on was 10, 20, 30 X easily. People still to this day comment on like, hey, I saw that picture. People that I know in person who don't even listen to podcasts, just some of my friends, right? They have told me, hey, how was that? Like, that's one of the only podcasts I've ever listened to. I went and looked it up after you, you shared that picture. And here's the thing. People are looking for that human to human perspective. They're looking for that human to human connection. And so many of us have just disconnected that. I'm gonna take that even a step further. In our content, are we actually talking to our listeners are we referencing them in episodes saying, you know, Tiffany mentioned this last week after that episode. I thought that was really insightful. Or are you ever referencing people that you know on the podcast? Many of us avoid doing that because we don't want it to sound too personal or too small. Here's the thing, like that's what people are looking for today. They're looking for something they can relate to. They want to actually feel and see that. And so I just think it's such an important thing for us to understand this human to human aspect in everything we're doing. And I'm, I'm going to get into that. This is leading me right into step three, but I want to make sure everyone understands this is the most important thing we can do on either side of the mic is be a human and think about all the assets and everything we do along with it. Make sure that's all a human experience for people. Now, this leads me straight into number three. My third point today is to avoid shiny objects. I call these traps for content creators. When I was in blogging, they were all over the place. They're in podcasting, YouTubers, like all these things exist. And what I'll mention that these are, are tools. And I find that they create a lot of friction for us because every day something new comes out. And I'm, I'm a creator myself, right? I'm a software creator. But people are always like, hey, you need to try this. Ooh, you've got to get on TikTok. Like that's going to be amazing for you. Ooh, there's going to be a new social media app coming out next year. You got to be on it. Hey, you've got to try this. You've got to try that. Here's the thing. We can get trapped in that forever. And again, I call this traps for content creators because I know people personally that I've done my best to help and serve because it was me at one point who don't actually serve anybody anymore. They're just always trying to implement new things and they implement it. They bring it into their system, right? And they start pushing out more and more content. They are spreading themselves so thin and getting almost no result. And they're always stressed because they've always got 30 things on their to-do list to check out, to try. And so many of us get stuck in this place. Here's something I'm gonna mention. Just because a tool exists doesn't mean you need to use it. Just because it's free doesn't mean you're required to sign up. You've got to think about anything that you're using and, and say, does it further the human experience? Does it help me or does it create more friction? Now, with that said, I'll, I'll mention my actual experience with tools and stuff like that, how I've, I've now overcome that trap of shiny objects and, and always doing tools. My answer to everybody who offers me something new is always no, unless it's on a list of things that I need that would make my life simpler. So example, when we created Podmatch, it connects podcast guests and hosts together for interviews, right? That was a real friction point that we validated that I had myself that I wanted to use. I didn't want to go back and forth in the social media grind. That wasn't fun. Even though there's all these tools, people tell me, hey, 90 day free trial. You can reach out to 10,000 people a day on LinkedIn. You'll get tons of podcast interviews. That didn't really solve my problem, right? That's not what I'm trying to do. I don't want to send more messages. What I want to do is have a solution that would actually help me connect guests to hosts. When we created Podcast SOP, just to make the whole thing simpler, right, of producing a podcast episode and getting it released on time, we did that to help remove the friction, not saying, hey, this, this uh, project management software has new plugins that you can use that will make this, 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 and this connect and be easier. I don't want to spend weeks trying to learn that and figure that out. I just wanted a simple solution for today. And too many of us, we jump into this thing of like, ooh, everyone's doing this now, right? And so for me, I'm going to share one more thing. I've been asked a lot to get on TikTok. And I'm not hating on TikTok. It's probably powerful. And people are saying, Alex, you're leaving a lot on the table by not being on TikTok. I've had very insightful, smart people tell me this. 
I still say no. And I'm not saying I'm smarter than them. They might be right. And I'm probably leaving something on the table, but the amount of cost it's going to take from me to do that is not worth any reward that it has. And I say that because I already know what TikTok is. I know I don't like to create that kind of content. I don't have the capacity for it. So I'm not going to enjoy it. I don't have the time for it. I'm going to have to hinder impacting people's lives. Again, going back to human to human, right? My why is directly connected to that. I'm going to have to take a step back from that so I can implement this and get a little bit more uh, exposure, right? Not worth it. So I just want to tell everybody, like, make sure that you're avoiding these shiny objects. If you really know your why and you have this human to human perspective, it'll be much easier for you to avoid these things. And also just note, this is a sign, I'm not going to dive into this, but download numbers, that is a shiny object. Do not chase more of those chase adding more value, and you'll find that the right downloads will show up. And there's no right or wrong amount of downloads for a show. Okay, number four. I like how I threw that in there, by the way. A lot of people will freak out about that one. But all right, number four, here we go. This is planning for longevity. This is removing the friction. And I have a few points I want to share on here. Number one, and this is kind of like the the perspective I want you to have. So if you are thinking about removing the friction so you can be have longevity in podcasting, you need to ask yourself these things. Number one, what do I enjoy the least? What do I enjoy the least? So whether you're a podcast guest and host, what do you not enjoy? And I'll use a guest as an example here. If you say, I hate the pre-interview calls and I hate the onboarding forms. Well, the nice thing is if you're using Podmatch, you can see if a host is asking for those things. And guess what? You just shouldn't go on a podcast if they're going to ask you for those things. Don't do it. If you don't like it, then just stop. And so as, as a host is concerned, like if you're like, I hate something like sharing on, let's just say Instagram, it's not your favorite platform. Stop. Just don't do it anymore. And that's just a really important thing for us to ask ourselves. What do I enjoy the least? And if you remove any one thing, I find it doesn't actually hurt your podcast too much because we're already doing so many things. But if you find the ones that you enjoy, you're going to do a lot better. And I'll get into that in just a moment. And before I do that, though, I want to talk about what takes the longest. So there might be some things that you don't necessarily hate or dislike. You might even enjoy them, but they take a long time. For me, that was editing. And I've shared this before. I had to sub out editing. I had to give that to somebody else, to a team member. And they do a better job than I do, which is amazing. Like, I love that, right? But it was one of those things I enjoyed doing, but it was taking up so much time, actually most of the time out of everything I do in my business, but it wasn't having a good return on investment. And it was causing friction in my life because I was like, well, I'll have to step a little later and edit. I don't do that anymore. Think about the things that take you the longest, even if you enjoy them, and find someone else to do it. And I always say automate, delegate, eliminate, right? So find someone to a way to automate it, find a way to delegate it, or just eliminate it completely. Editing, you might not want to edit. Or eliminate, right? You might not actually give that to somebody else. All right, the next thing here is what do you enjoy the most? What do you enjoy the most? Do you enjoy doing the interview? If you do, maybe add another day to your show. And if you're saying, whoa, Alex, I create so many assets around that. It takes me too long to edit already. Like I said, get rid of those things so you can do more of what you like. Think about what you enjoy the most and try to maximize that because that experience connects closest to your actual life. And you want to really do as much of that as you can. And the last thing is, I want to mention this point, is do your listeners know you? Do your listeners actually know you? Have you built a wall between you and them? Is there no way they can contact you because you don't have time because you're working too much on the content? Because if you are, you're missing the biggest opportunity there is in podcasting, which is to connect with another human. So on either side of the mic, you want to make sure that people can find you, that there's actually a human way to connect with you. And by doing that, you're going to add just a ton of value to their lives. All right, my fifth and final point here is to be yourself. Be yourself. People want other people in their lives. And you want to take people on a journey with you. One problem I find with either guests or hosts, everyone feels like they have to be the ultimate expert. They have to know everything. 
And the truth is people don't connect well with somebody who knows everything. We're not interested in knowing the, the, the smartest person in the world. What I'm interested in is finding another human that is going on a journey and getting better along the way. That's the person I wanna be friends with. That's the person I wanna talk with. And so what I find, I'm thinking back to a podcast I started listening to four or five years ago. And I started listening pretty early on and the host not once ever had an ego in it, never once claimed to know everything. I could actually hear the progression of this person's growth over a three-year period that I thought was amazing. We were learning from the guests together. This person was implementing what they were learning and referencing back to it, talking about their growth along the way. And it made it feel like I was on a journey with that host. And sometimes they'd have guests on that were just clearly like the know-it-alls. And here's the thing, I learned the least from those people. But when you had a guest on that would say, oh, that's fascinating. I never really thought of it from that perspective. When did you learn that? Like, what was that like? And you hear a curious guest as well. I was like, man, I like that person too. They have a podcast, right? Like I wanted to start hearing them as well because again, I'm hearing people on a journey like me and I wanted to relate with those people. And here's the thing, what I found is just, if you can just be yourself, be human, be honest, be transparent, be human, people really relate well to that. And that really should transpire into everything you do. So again, the content you share should just be your life. I mean, if you're editing, let's just imagine that's where you are. You're like, I'm, I'm just gonna keep on editing because I, I have to do it right now for whatever reason, right? Take a selfie of yourself editing. You'd be like, hey, staying up late tonight, everybody. Can't wait for this episode comes out tomorrow. That's gonna do way better than featuring guest X, talking about topic Y, go to this website, get be the first to listen to it. That sounds like an ad that doesn't sound human, but showing that you're editing this podcast episode, now I'm like, man, I wonder what he's working on or I wonder what she's doing right now. I'd love to check out more of that. So at the end of the day, make sure that you're gonna be yourself in this process. So again, revisit your why. Gain a human to human perspective. Avoid the shiny objects. Plan for longevity and be yourself. When you do these five things on either side of the mic, I find that you can really succeed well in podcasting. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcasting Made Simple. If you enjoyed what you just heard, please share a screenshot or picture of yourself listening to it on social media. Be sure to tag us so we can follow you and also reshare it. Additionally, if you know someone who would benefit from listening to this as well, please send it their way. For show notes and resources from this episode, please visit podpros.com slash 185. Thank you again for listening and I'm looking forward to bringing you another masterclass episode next week.